0: Welcome to another episode of How in the Know, a podcast about sex work by sex workers for sex workers. I'm sit your little booty down and listen, Selena, and my co-host is. Could you please keep it down, Clover? Ooh. Today we are joined by the fantastic, prolific porn star Nat Turner. Welcome.
1: Hey, how you doing? It's a pleasure you? to be here.
0: Thank you so much for uh, crossing town for us. Nat came on his motorcycle.
1: (laughs) No problem. I couldn't deny that pretty face. I'm here. (laughs)
0: Hey. And um, so we met at a comedy show.
1: Yes, we did.
0: And um, how would you describe it? Because I describe it one way and you describe it a different way.
1: Well, I guess in my world it's normal because I'm probably kind of used to that. Mm -hmm. But I could see how it. I think you even said that you asked me if I felt uncomfortable about that, but I totally did.
0: yeah. So what yeah. happened was like we were at a comedy show and the comedian on stage like looked down, saw Nat and was like, oh nigga I, I know you basically
1: put me on blast yeah
0: like, that's why
1: I didn't want to sit too close to the front but um
0: yeah he put you on blast he was like I know you you're you're a porn star like I know your dick
1: <laughs> oh my god well he didn't say know my dick part nah no. pause he just said I know who you are and I feel uncomfortable knowing who you are
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> he didn't say
1: nothing about seeing my dick
0: and that was kind of the <laughs> yeah. implication
3: and
1: yeah it was that, that, that would have made it a little uncomfortable <laughs>
0: And it was it's funny because, like, you were with your homegirl, and did, I mean, she knew. Did she know you? Oh, yeah,
1: she definitely. I mean, I never keep that a secret. Yeah. I can't. I let that be known as soon as you meet me, basically. Yeah. Because if not, then somebody's going to run up on me and be like, yo, I seen you fucking this chicken, such and such. And yeah. <laughs> can I curse exactly. Cool? Yeah, 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 you can. yeah.
0: So the comedian called you out, and then the following comedians were just like, they continue yeah, to every Yeah, every comedian that mm-hmm. came
1: up there had to start their little dialogue with something had to do with porno. And, and, and to be honest yeah. with you, that happens all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm used to it. Um, I've, I, I'm yet to see a few people that I know. I started, well, they started out their career, and I know a lot of it was me coming to their show, and they blasting me, uh-huh. and they moved on to be big stars, uh-huh. just haven't ran back into them yet. I got a few names that I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting to run into. <laughs> that when you was in that little ass room on the sunset, <laughs> in that little little room they put you in, and now look at you, a big star.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember those names?
1: Yeah, I do. And I'm uh, sure they remember those. And comedians you. that, I mean, that yeah. I've seen take off, and I was there from the beginning. Aww. Been around 17 years. It's a long time. Actually, going on 18.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: I've seen a lot of things develop. In the course of my time. I
0: bet. Are you, like, pretty deep into the comedy scene? Like, you like to go to shows a lot? Not
1: really. I used to be. Because mm-hmm. um, that's my boy spot, D-Ray. I mm-hmm. don't know if it's shout-out to the improv on, um, Yeah, shout-out to D-Ray.
0: D-Ray Mondays.
1: D-Ray Davis on Mondays. But, um, yeah, like, I, that's even one of them. Mm-hmm. I remember when he just started coming from Chicago, and uh-huh. now look at him. You know what I'm saying?
0: I know, right? Now and he's got so, yeah. Snowfall and a million other things going. And his, like, weekly improv night or not improv I guess his weekly comedy night so no
1: nah, yeah yeah you doing this thing he's got it he's got it going on what
0: are you gonna say
3: um can I pause this just for a second cause I'd had a really good clover thing for my intro okay perfect Go um for it. but I don't remember it but I was as I was trying to dig through all of it I came up with some good ones cold cut clover cheeky clover decaf clover um there was one that just happened oh 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 c- cremated clover (laughs) (laughs) Clover. clover the cancer crustacean oh I think I did that
0: yeah I think you were a crustacean in a previous episode I
3: was I think I was also a Clover the Cancer. There
0: have been too many.
1: <laughs> what yeah. was it this time? And I was going to ask about that. You said she's not stayed quiet? No. Could
0: you please keep it down, oh, Clover? please keep it down? <laughs> no. I was going to question no. that.
1: Like, what was that about? We just
0: have... We just come up with intros every episode. Okay. That. That's
1: interesting. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Is it alliteration or is it... um? It's a little resonance? bit of alliteration. It's not resonance. What am I saying?
0: Uh, it's a little bit of the consonants. musicality of it It's
3: consonants Yeah,
0: consonants, yep, that's it
3: Not consonants with a T-S But consonants for our viewers Like Yes, because it's a highbrow audience <laughs> <laughs> I mean it We've got some amazing listeners Yes, we do um, And they would definitely know Grammar things better than me But consonants Yes <laughs>
0: um. Consonants clover I want to also apologize for some of our previous episodes because I was so congested, and you could hear it in my voice, it was deep in my voice, the congestion, and I feel like I'm starting to get over it, but it's still in there, so... I'd also like to address that um, if we weren't already explicitly
3: anti-Thanksgiving enough I just wanted to say that we found we dug up the real roots of Thanksgiving, and it's even more horrible than the roots that I thought, which were already horrible. Oh, do you want to break it down? So, apparently, Thanksgivings were, like, frequently celebrated um, after, like, the um, massacre of, like, Native American villages, basically. So, it was like... Mm. It's like, yay, we defeated the... We them. killed
0: them let's <laughs> celebrate with like meals let's celebrate by eating a lot <laughs> um celebrate our genocide with some food i don't know
3: if anyone else saw that video but it was like indigenous peoples talking about thanksgiving. yeah and we'll put it
0: in the bio in case you're curious yeah so um shout out to hating thanksgiving yeah so <laughs> anyway anyway um other corrections corner or corrections mansion Is, um, cats aren't nocturnal. (laughs) I forget the exact term. Didn't I already
3: call you out for that, like, on the spot? I
0: you probably did.
3: Yep. Well, Well, it's uh. whenever they're awake specifically in the hours where it's, like, half light, half dark. So, like, dawn or dusk are, like, their favorite hours.
0: What is the term for that, though? I
3: forgot. But I looked this up because my cat, it was always so fucking lively at those hours. And I was like, they're not nocturnal. They're just, like really like waking me up at 5 a.m.
1: I don't <laughs> believe that either. I actually have three kittens. Really?
3: From a cat
1: giving birth. Oh,
3: and, Congrats.
1: And I've been taking care of the kittens. And, um, yeah, they run around pretty much all night to me, I think they do. Mm -hmm. I mean, kittens are
0: so wild. Kittens, like, have...
1: Yeah, you go walk to the kitchen, and next thing you know, something attacking your foot. you like, (laughs) And it jumps out of nowhere. like.
0: And they're so soft. Like, they're so, like, tiny and, like, soft-footed, so you don't hear them at all. It's totally silent.
1: And then just to see the development of them not even being able to move to then jumping on the couch. Oh, Mm. did you
3: start your kittens from, like, whenever... Like, did you have to press them and stuff?
1: From the birth.
3: Wow! Wow. I'm cutting the umbilical
1: cord and doing all that. Oh my gosh, but you have the kittens? Did you
3: have the mom cat with you? Yeah,
1: the mom cat was with me and the mom cat got outside and got pregnant and (laughs) and took care of the kittens, man. How many
0: um, kittens were in the litter?
1: It was five of them.
0: Oh wow, that's a lot of kittens. Are you still trying to give them away? Sorry, (laughs) we're just like coming at you.
1: (laughs) There's one left. There's one left. But that was my experience of taking care of kittens and you know actually see them develop mm-hmm. and to can barely can go like this to actually just jump and leaping onto the couch i'm yeah. like last week you couldn't even i'm trying to get you and to yeah. jump on the couch and you just couldn't do it uh-huh. yeah. and a week later you just Phew.
3: they grow so quickly yes mm-hmm. we like undertook some we like fostered some kittens too they were two too. weeks old so they couldn't okay. even like Poop yeah, on their own. Just, yeah. You have and, to like, rub their belly. And we didn't like, have and... like a cat with us, but we had a
0: dog, and the dog. Oh, so you didn't
1: have another cat, so you straight had to nurse them. Yeah, so I still had the mother cat, so oh. the, yeah, she, she would feed them
0: and help them go to the bathroom yeah, well, and stuff. Half
1: the other time, act like she didn't really care about <laughs> <me>. them. <But laughs> when they catch up with her, at least they can get a feeding. Yeah, I mean, maybe, and, um, I may and not... that's only for two weeks. Then that, I guess, after that two weeks. Then you could, they could just mm. chill, or whatever. Huh. But I think that first two weeks they got to be with the mother,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. That's a lot easier than not having the mother cat around,
1: yeah. You have to physically, feed. yeah, that was I, I don't so hard. To, oh, yeah, I, to I totally yeah,
0: thought you know, that you could that. just like put out a little saucer of and cream. No hell
1: no, but yeah. hell they no, can't even doesn't move. Work. I'm they so like, glad they did like, not. For real, drink little that. babies, you can't, <laughs> it's like a newborn baby for yeah. real, They can't. Uh-huh. Do nothing, Mm-mm. and they then need next thing formula. you know, they're doing every fucking mm-hmm. thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. Same as humans, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're a very nurturing person. <laughs> Can you get updates from that person on the cats? Oh yeah. If you're I... listening, <clears throat> I want. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely I'll hit her up because I'm still curious about the kitten. Because
3: I want to see how big they are. I'm sure they look like regular cats by now. They're
0: full grown, I bet. Or
3: like. Like baby full grown, baby
0: full grown. Yeah, yeah, they've been around for a couple months now. Crazy, anyway. All right, right. so, like, to jump into the show, um, we start every episode with a segment we call Historical Hoes. This week, we are talking about Margarita McLeod or McLeod, a.k.a. Matahari. So I got my info from Wikipedia. and you said a&-
1: historical hoes? Yes, historical hoes. Oh, holes. shit. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so get ready.
0: We're going to have yeah. a history holes lesson. Hoes can
1: be a start?
0: Hell yeah. Oh, You're yeah. a historical ho. I
1: guess so. <laughs> I never thought about it that way.
0: Yeah, you know. going to
1: be dead and gone, and they still going to be watching my... <laughs> um, whatever's gonna be on at that yeah, yeah, it totally. might just flash into the sky or something. you go like this and oh, it just yeah. start playing I don't know what technology is gonna be oh, then, that'd be but crazy
3: if porn is yeah, just like flashed <laughs> into the sky <laughs> that
0: would be great oh like that or yeah
1: hook something up to you and i don't know i don't yeah. know whatever the future is but yeah, you know you what got i'm got saying it's got a hologram.
0: are still out there it's not the same
1: as it was in the 60s now so no yeah. and this is actually
0: this person is quite historical this story takes place uh, between 1876 and 1917 wow so we are talking about a truly historic person yes so my other info is from an A and E biography um, episode and then a Don documentaries TV thing from YouTube. Okay. Um, very credible sources, you guys. Nothing but the best here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so the story of Madahari is pretty well known. How do you spell Madahari? M-A-T-A-H-A-R-I. So two words. Mmm. Margaretha Gertruda Marguerite McLeod, aka Zell. Her nickname is like Zell. I thought Matahari was her nickname. No, Madam. Well, you'll learn more. Okay. <laughs> Good. B- buckle up. <laughs> There's info. <laughs> so she was born um, August seventh, eighteen seventy-six. A Leo. Yep, she's a Leo, oh. and um, she is from the Netherlands. So. Madahari is best known as kind of like this OG exotic dancer, at least in the Western world, because we really don't include the East in a lot of our historical, just um, the way that we plot history of things in the West. Did like, you ever
3: see that? thing where it was just like um if world history was taught on like time linear rather than by region because mm. it's so interesting to see like what was going on at the exact
0: same times in different regions Ooh, i should check that out i'm definitely interested so anyway back to matahari um, let's call her Zelle because that was the name that she m- most preferred to be called by so she was born in the netherlands and her father owned a hat shop um, and she, he also had successful investments in the oil industry, so they were pretty rich. And Mar, uh, Margarita Orizelle had a pretty lavish childhood and attended exclusive schools and all of that until the age of 13. But then... In 1889, her parents divorced, and her father... Sorry, her father went bankrupt, and then her parents divorced, and then her mother died. So, bam, bam, bam. Tragedy. Wow. So, the family fell apart, and Margarita kind of was, like, bumped from relative to relative, and eventually moved to live with her godfather, Mr. Visser, um, in Sneak. And subsequently, she decided she wanted to study to become a kindergarten teacher. Wait. Mr. Visser? Mr. Visser.
3: Like, is that the name, or is it a title and then a name?
0: Um, M-R dot Visser, V-I-S-S-E-R. Sorry. It's not,
3: like, Viceroy or... I thought that his name was, like, Mr. Visser, like, a word. Sorry, No, Mr. Visser.
0: It's not that. It's just Mr. like M-R. Okay. So, anyway, so initially she was starting to be a kindergarten teacher, but then the headmaster began to flirt with her conspicuously and she was uh, removed by the, from the institution by her oh, godfather. Oh, she was removed. Yeah, I think it was like her godfather was like being protective of her. He oh. was like, this guy is being a creep. We need to get you out of the situation. Mm. So she kind of was on her own after that and didn't really get to have the education that she wanted to and or become a kindergarten teacher. At 18, she answered an ad in a Dutch newspaper placed by Dutch Colonel Army Captain Rudolf McLeod. Um, who was living in what was called the Dutch West Indies, but now is called Indonesia, <laughs> and um, he was looking for a wife. And back then, you could just put an ad in the paper, and then bam, <laughs> marriage. Okay, okay. So they exchanged like the a bunch of. On Craigslist. Yeah, it was like predating. It was like OG Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> back when you could just. You want to comment?
1: I did, and. I don't like starting something I can't really fully remember to fully elaborate on, Uh but I just was looking at something the other day on how marriage even came to be,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and I thought that was quite interesting, and I always wanted to know that it was sort of like a law, something Mm -hmm. that they put in place to make certain things the way they are, And, and, and I just... I want to do a little more research on it before I get further into oh, it, yeah. but I thought that was very interesting, and I always wanted to know that.
0: Yeah. I it mean, just
1: always wasn't like that. Yeah. Because it's different in other countries, and they don't abide by those particular rules, and um always wondered why we did that. Yeah. Not to say it was a bad thing. I'm not against marriage and mm-hmm. love and all that, but I think that's two different things.
3: Yeah. Love
1: and marriage is two different things. Totally, you know? totally. And, um, totally.
3: I think even still it retains, like, its, like, political, I guess, importance or something. Like, people do it a lot for, like, the economics of it.
0: Yeah, o- definitely. Outside
3: of, like, religion, which I feel like religion is still, like, based in law, even if it's, like, moral law.
2: Yeah. I don't know,
3: it's weird. Because yeah, they're like, we can't fuck until we're married, <laughs> is, like, <laughs> the Christian perspective. And I don't yeah. think
1: we was really born to be, monog- like, be yeah. that way. I mm, don't yeah. think, like, it's... Especially for a man. So oh, I think, yeah, you know, for like, men or for women, for honestly. But, um, yeah. <laughs> if we being all the way real about it. So that's that's just made they made that interesting to me to to hear that. Um mm-hmm. but I like I said, I didn't you know, it was just something I saw and it was just that. I don't really I didn't really do the research on it, so I can't really get further into it. But yeah, I totally. that was interesting though.
0: I mean, you know, marriage the
1: origins of marriage and how that came to be. Yeah. I think it's inter- interesting why people came to that.
0: Yeah, I mean marriage used to be for, you know, dividing property, for creating heirs to whatever, you know, wealth you might have. That's
1: what one of the things I do remember about what I saw is of creating heirs and, 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 and dynasties and stuff mm-hmm. like that through marriage and you yeah. Know, this making wealthy sh- family marry somebody that's in this and it wasn't even love, it was It was just convenience. It was just
0: like, you know, let's see how much money we could all pull together if we just Mm -hmm. keep putting all these rich people together and making sure they get married and all that. You have alliances for, like, you know, settling issues in other countries. Like, maybe you need to have some kind of treaty and you get married, you marry, like... You know, a French princess with a Spanish prince, and then you have a royal alliances. Yeah, that
1: was definitely the time that it didn't have anything to do with love.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then also at that time, it was much more acceptable to have your people on the side, you know, to have your, your real, like, romantic lovers on like the a side. A bunch
1: of wives.
0: A bunch of wives. <laughs> if you sometimes queens had their, like, secret lovers on oh, the side and all of that, all of these concubines, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's definitely involved over time. No, I think that's time. interesting, yeah. And, um, so, as with Zell and, uh, Captain Rudolph McCloud, I'm just going to call him Mr. McCloud. Um, they exchanged saucy letters across the world for a while before Ooh. they were able to finally marry. And they were just like, "Ooh, I can't wait to have heat nice with you. Sex. We will soon be <laughs> married, so I can say this." Like, oh, okay. So she was. It was just, and it's cool because like, um, Marguerite was like just pretty down with being a little bit slutty. Like she was <laughs> just totally like, "Hell yeah, we're gonna get together. We're gonna bang." And I'm excited about it. So they got married in Amsterdam mm. in July 1895 and they were pretty excited about it initially. The 90s. Yes, the 1890s. <laughs> <laughs> the marriage enabled uh, Zell to move up into the Dutch upper class and she had like a decent financial situation, financial stability through her marriage. Um, and so then uh, they moved out to the island of Java in Indonesia. But the marriage was immediately a shit show. McLeod, um, like, f- went from being a super romantic guy to just being an alcoholic and abusive. And he was, like, 20 years older than her and blamed her for all of his issues. And God, kept-
3: online relationships are just so... Like, you can't start a relationship <laughs> that way. You, you had can't to. start
0: a relationship online, you guys. I can say
3: you can maybe, like, sustain one if you've met IRL and have hung out for a while IRL. Uh-huh. And then are going to come back to it, but...
0: Yeah, I know, right? So, um, he kept a concubine and stuff, and it was just generally being a punk... And then meanwhile, Zell is just off in Indonesia, where she doesn't speak the language, she doesn't know anybody, she's just, like, totally isolated, and... What's her nationality again? She's Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. Dutch. And and also, it's, like, it's colonial times, so, like, the Indonesians truly hate them. (laughs) They're like, fuck you, you're colonizing our island, and we don't like you. Obviously, a reasonable, that's a reasonable uh, reaction to this kind of thing. Also they so they had two kids um, and they were both sickly they both had like syphilis. Ooh. Yeah, I know they Ooh. got it from their parents. Oh, but, no. I know, right? That's was, why you vax your kids. You got to vaccinate. Right? You're, you're like, "Come on, people in 1899. It's the or 90s, okay? It's like It's <laughs> the 1890s. Come on, vaccinate." Um, so it was just she was struggling to enjoy her life just feeling alienated, taking care of her syphilitic kids. So she immersed While she herself. Well, she herself has syphilis. She also has syphilis. I mean, there's no way to avoid it. Which makes it even more interesting Actually. as we go along. So anyway, so she immersed herself in studying the local culture to take a break from her cruel existence. But um, in 1899, her kids fell violently ill from uh, complications relating to the treatment of syphilis, Although the family claims that, like, some, one of their servants was, like, poisoning the kids because they had a beef, which, I mean, if they were, I mean, I would understand that, too. But Mm -hmm. I think they just had syphilis, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it was just the 1890s, so there was no cure for that.
3: So, anyway, the kids. Did you ever watch um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures? No. Never mind then.
0: Anyway, actually, they had three kids. I'm sorry. They had three kids. Two of them were especially sickly. One of them ended up dying, and that really broke the family apart. And so whenever they moved back to the Netherlands, the couple separated. Um, So Zell got custody of her daughter, um, and McLeod was supposed to pay child support, but he did not. And... That was truly difficult for Zell because, of course, at that time, being a woman, you didn't really have many options if you were not married. You're, like, single mom in the 1900s. Not a good deal. Well, early 1900s. Yeah, bad. Bad, bad thing. So, um... No child support. Woo-choo-lay. What a whack ass guy. I mean, <laughs> man. Uh, so, during a visit with her father, um... Mr. McLeod kidnapped the daughter and refused to return her to the mom. And then what? at that point, that was, like, I think that's the last Like, time what even
3: is his business? I feel like at that point he should just leave. He was like, just did like, he
0: care? He was just being a dick, honestly. He was like... <laughs> he was just like... Mm. <laughs> time to kidnap my child. going to kidnap my child. Um, yeah, so he kidnapped hey, her, essentially. And uh, Zell couldn't fight it. She didn't have resources. She was had no money. She's a single mom... And she was like, well, he may have been shitty and abusive to me, but he was a decent father, so I'll just, like, let her, him have the, the, the kid. So that was the last time that she saw her daughter, and she moved to Paris, and she started performing as a circus horse rider under the name Lady MacLeod, uh, which was very um, shameful for the MacLeods. <laughs> 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 They're like, a horse rider? <laughs> So, struggling to earn a living, she started posing as as a nude uh, model and adopted the name Matahari, which is Indonesian for "eye of the day" or the sun. Okay. Um. So that was like the name that she gave for her art. I
3: really adventures. thought that her name did not sound Dutch, which was why I've been confused this whole time. Yes. I was like,
0: "Why Matahari?" Yes. But okay, it's her chosen name. So she started to get famous as an exotic dancer, and um, in this case, it was pretty literal, as opposed to now how it's used for strippers, where nothing is exotic or foreign about how we dance. But anyway, (laughs) so she was a white lady and appropriated Indonesian culture and dance customs. Um, But as is typical with white people dancing, she thoroughly bastardized the original tradition. Um, But, you know, given her circumstances, it was a resourceful move. And the fucking French ate it up. She was on every newspaper at that time.
3: Whoa. All over. From syphilis to French Celebrity.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. Nice, uh, <laughs> nice consonants. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, you know, you know how I do. So she was super flirty, aware of her sexual appeal and a bit of an exhibitionist, happy to dance for crowds of people and down with flaunting her body. Um, so she was an overnight success, and she became a long-time mistress of millionaire uh, industrialists. Uh, I don't know how to say this. This is fucking French. Emile <coughs> Etienne Rime, something like that. Great. Okay, and he founded the <laughs> musee, and so she, so she posed as a Javanese princess of princely Hindu birth, and um, she just like really took on this this persona um, and the most celebrated part of her act was the shedding of her clothing until she wore a jeweled breastplate and some ornaments upon her arms and heads um, although she was never seen bare-breasted because she was self-conscious about having small boobs oh. she wore a body stocking for her uh, performances that was like similar to color to her own skin but it was like it, I mean, it's still, like a stocking. So mm-hmm. she was she was in a stocking, mostly naked, and everybody was like pretty thrilled about it. And also because like this is before the internet. How did she like
3: plug herself? How did she? She just was. She I just got know. up somewhere she... and started doing this because was this was no one else was <laughs> she just suddenly got on the stage like it's stopped. essentially. It's also
0: because <laughs> like Europeans didn't know about. Exactly. Indonesia. So it was just like she could make up anything, and she, she went
3: to like a theater and was like, "I've got a real special act." Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> what was the? She was like, "I'm going to strip for you and dance." <laughs> I don't know. I think she she started. I mean, it says she made her debut as an act at the Musée uh, Guimet.
3: Okay, I was just doing a little imagining.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know.
1: Did they say she originated that or? Um, you know the origins So it's kind of it's kinda debated.
0: It's kind of debated because I think that cross-culturally there was, like, some level of, like, striptease going on. Mm-hmm. Um, like, especially with other sex workers. So people who were, They know.
1: probably were stripping back in the cave days. I bet. You I know honestly saying? bet. I can <laughs> see a motherfucker sitting on a rock getting a <laughs> lap dance. You know what I'm saying?
2: Hell
1: uh, yeah. Fuck that. I think that shit goes bad. I mean, as soon as you realize... The opposite sex looks sexy to you. I guess at that point it just popped off.
0: I bet, honestly, <laughs> so I don't know I, I how believe far that, that could have
1: been back in the biblical days.
0: I feel like it definitely didn't start in the 1900s. To be real, like I yeah, feel like it was
1: before that. It's
0: it, it's got to predate that. I think
1: Jesus might have got a lot of dancing too.
0: <laughs> I would believe. If
1: it. not him, then back his you know his disciples or somebody. somebody yeah, for
3: sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that was his crowd It
0: was his crowd, for real <laughs> He was hanging out with Mary Magdalene She was popping off So um, nineteen by 1910 There were just like a ton of imitators And just like people copycatting her thing um, And she was also like getting older She was like in her later 30s and stuff Still trying to make some monies But eventually people were like You're getting older and we're not as interested Oh, I know, it was pretty same sad. Same old, same old. But it was also, like, more critics were kind of hopping on her, like, you're not actually a good dancer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just like, oh, we realize that you're just, like, kind of getting naked. <laughs> yeah, we realize that you're not doing real dance, and this is just <laughs> bullshit. But, I mean, who's to say? I actually have not seen a video of her dancing. I've only seen, like, pictures of her, and she looks pretty lavish. Ooh. Um But still, like, she's not, obviously not Indonesian. <laughs> So, her career began to decline in 1912, and in 1915, she performed in what would be the last show of her career. 1912 was when the Titanic sunk, right? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> uh, so, she had begun her career kind of late in life for a dancer, get and your it's- Google out. Check it. Go for <laughs> the she was Google. She's for
1: it. She was like, mm. Clover, <laughs> look it up. Google's your friend, bro. It is. Go get your
0: Google out. Hell Yeah so she had started putting on weight and by that time she was kind of like much more successful as a courtesan like she was truly just like um she she was doing well like as a sex worker she was like getting on with like rich and famous people having these like fancy sugar relationships and all of that she was known more for her sensuality and eroticism than her beauty Mm. um and she had many like Relationships with high-ranking military officers, politicians, and other influential people in all over Europe. So, all of this international dating ended up putting Matahari in a pickle. Yeah,
3: why did I know that? I don't even care about the Titanic. It sunk April fifteenth. You knew the first. Time. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. Okay. Also, several states in the United States formed, and the Republic of China was established.
0: Okay, cool. Anyway,
3: for context of this year. 1912,
0: you guys. <laughs> what a time to be alive. To <laughs> so all of this international dating put Mata Hari in a pickle when World War I began because she was living in Germany, but she wanted to return to France because <gasps> she was feeling super nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I used to be like such a bomb-ass celebrity out there. So she's like, I want to fly to France, but the Germans were like, Um, no, you can't unless you become a spy for us. And she was like, well, are you going to pay me a lot of money to be a spy? And they were like, okay, sure. So they paid her a lot of money and they sent her to spy school for like eight days. Just eight. (laughs) Eight days. That's enough. And
1: that shows, I also did like some research on that as well. (laughs) And it basically boils down to the power of the pussy. (laughs) And the most prolific spies were women like yeah. the ones that did the most damage on the low like for mm-hmm. real for real and they knew that like well, you know we're gonna women. send a woman at a not even mm-hmm. that you're not expecting a woman but if you send in a woman at a man that's you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's just the yeah. nature of the man you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like if another dude came with that same rhetoric it would be like fuck around <laughs> get shot dead you know what i'm saying like yeah. what, are you, what are you even around here for like you get it uncomfortable when other dudes come around but when a female come around you kind of let that particular guard down like you don't think like she could be here for some type of sabotage or or some type of foul yeah, they
0: didn't expect her of you and, know being out for and, espionage and,
1: and that happened a lot I think mm-hmm. it even I think Josephine Becker even was like a star oh yeah, yeah. A oh, was she? they sent over yeah yeah about yeah. to
2: check that
3: black Ooh. woman yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's
1: why I started doing the research on it because she was a black woman mm. and they sent her over I think I want to say to Germany or something mm-hmm. like that just, Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but um, I know it was something like that. Dorothy yeah, Handers or Jofe- Josephine Baker, one of them. I
3: think yeah, it Josephine. says that she was um a French resistance
0: agent.
1: Okay, see. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna do a segment on her at some point. So
1: yeah, do that. I oh, think was that a was an interesting worker? story. No, she was a famous singer. Famous I know, singer I know. or actress. No, or I something know
3: who Josephine like oh, Baker right. is, oh,
1: oh, but oh. since
0: we're, t- I thought I saw, but maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, that's <laughs> just
1: you know power the pussy it don't matter what she was doing (laughs) Uh she's a female she's a beautiful female and sometimes that's all it takes to get certain things done
3: she was as scantily
0: clad as this historical hoe, according to this yeah but i mean also matahari was definitely selling sex oh okay okay (laughs) yeah okay so i
1: don't think she was she was an entertainer of some sort yeah
0: So, Matahari wanted a bunch of fur and other luxury stuff from France, she just wanted to be bougie, so she agreed to be a spy and uh, flew to France, and in France she started a romance with a strapping young French soldier, 20 years her junior. She was in full cougar town, living up her nostalgia, um, even though France had changed and become a bit more conservative. She had become the symbol of, like, immoral indulgence, and nobody really wanted her anymore. And the French were suspicious of her because they thought she might be a spy. Kind of a good instinct. So they interrogated her and eventually convinced her to become a double spy for them. So she agreed, because she wanted wanted the guap, you know? And Mm -hmm. also to keep boning this super-hot, young soldier guy. But she was not a good spy. She was supposed to seduce an officer and gather intelligence um and she did but she sent her Fell in love with him. <laughs> No, but she sent her intelligence through the mail and oh. at that time the mail was being like super surveilled like every letter and package was opened and checked <laughs> so of course it was intercepted <laughs> wow. and it was like super open she was like I have him he will do anything that I want <laughs> Um, So she was just super blatant about it. Not a good spy at all. Just Really, she just was there for the furs. I Um, mean,
3: France was the spot.
0: It was the spot, and she was having a good time. It's like, I I just, I wanted her to continue having her fun. But anyway, she ended up becoming the victim of two super paranoid governments acting super paranoid. So all she wanted to do was continue bawling and getting laid, but eventually the French got suspicious of her, And rumor has it that the Germans intentionally blew her cover by sending a message using code they knew the French had already cracked um, and referred to her as, like, Agent H-16 or something like that. Anyway, uh, so she was tried for espionage and given a super unfair trial. Um, I think she wasn't allowed to call witnesses or something like that, and she wasn't allowed to properly testify for herself. And even though she was pretty straightforward, she was like, I didn't want to be a spy, but I wanted to go to France, and then they made me become a spy, and then you made me become a spy, so, like, I had to be a spy, was essentially what she said, and that's essentially what happened. Um, But anyway, so she was found guilty and sentenced to death by firing squad. Whenever she was to be executed, um, she faced her executioners without a blindfold, and without any restraints, she faced them. She waved to the all of the guys with the rifles about to shoot her. Waved at them, blew them kisses, and then they shot her, and she died. Wow. So it was very tragic, and um, yeah. So French courts have actually been looking into her case and have considered like posthumously revising her sentence because they're like this, they were like she really was done dirty, essentially. And, um, so, yeah, they, I think they kind of started that in, like, 2017 or something. I'm probably That's just... so, like, crazy, because she's just dead, Exactly. And, like, and what? It, but I think it's also just, like, for her family and uh, stuff, and she's yeah. still, I mean, it's, like, this is just, like, not that long ago. It's, I mean, like, it isn't, yeah. I mean, it's, like, a hundred years ago, but still, like, she has, like, living, like, grandkids, I think. So, Grand yeah, it's just, kids. um, so that's the story of Matahari. Did she invent striptease? Probably not. But, um, she was still a quite historic hoe. Wow, I feel like that was our longest historical hoe ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know, I know, I'm kind of, I'm sorry, you guys, but she...
1: Well, at least she had some substance with her. Yeah, she just wasn't <laughs> yeah. Go off. She, said she was a special hoe.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like all hoes are special and have substance. They
1: went through something.
0: But it's still, it was like, it was interesting, and you know, she really, she had a lot of things stacked against her. Even if she was definitely out there colonizing Indonesia, which is definitely pretty shitty.
1: <laughs> what is a hoe to you, though? What is a hoe?
0: A hoe. Uh, yeah. A Hoe is a sex worker. Um, uh-huh. And like specifically, I think we kind of talk about this a little bit, but like people who provide like full service sex work. But I think there's, like, a little bit of variation in, like, uh, how we use the term. Is that a
1: female thing? I never really heard a, a dude be called a hoe. No, so it's, it's, a it's men, it's women. It's universal. It's mm-hmm. universal. Anybody
0: can be a hoe. I, I, I'm not
1: day. letting nobody call me a hoe. Though.
0: No, why gotta, not? No,
1: nah, you got to come up with a different name. I understand the same, same thing, but uh-huh. um, you got to come up with something You don't want to be a kid. historical hoe? No, nah, nah <laughs> historical, some other shit that sounds a little different.
0: <laughs> okay. Alright, well you're entitled t- you're entitled to your title.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Same title, but I'm just I'm just changing the name, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna all change right. the name.
0: All right, you come up with the For
1: the for the for the dude side.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna
1: change the name for the dude side, that's all.
0: Historical bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: gonna let you know B-R-H-O. next time. We'll I'm over something interesting. <laughs> B-R-E-A-U-X. <laughs> oh yeah. Bro. Alright, so we are here to reiterate, we are here with Matt oh. Turner. Although
1: I'm sorry not to cut you off. There was a super, a song by um, Kara one and, and, and um, Scott Rock called Super Hope, mm-hmm. where he was referring to himself as a whole, mm-hmm. so yeah I guess that was in the 80s and yeah it was a little thing I get it like you know what I'm saying I just I don't know I just at this second I saw it a little differently
2: because mm-hmm.
1: now that I think about it yeah we did say yeah you a hoe okay you a, hoe. You a dude hoe whatever but yeah. now just at this second for some reason I'm thinking about a different name
3: remember that point in like 2008 or something when people were saying man whore mm-hmm. a lot
1: Okay, or throwing the man on the front, I think it'll switch it a little bit. Yeah, well, that's maybe. not bad, okay. Maybe that it was already a name invented. I am just forgot about it. So, man whore. Okay, fuck it. We're gonna go with that. <laughs> man whore. So, don't call me a whore. I'm a man whore. All
0: right, that's fine.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, now, how did you end up choosing your name? Because. For people who, okay, you tell me, and then I'll give other people some background on Nat Turner.
1: Um, My name originally was I didn't really care because <laughs> I wasn't really invested in doing this, especially for this long. That wasn't the plan when I showed up. I thought mm-hmm. it was just going to be a thing where I just... Um, I was just here, and I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But I wasn't thinking about it being long term. So I could, I never, I never forget the first scene I did. I did it, I finished it, and then they asked me what my name was, and oh. I was like, "Put whatever you want." <laughs> <And> I left. <laughs> I literally left it at that. Wow. I left the thing blank on the paper and everything. I just But you like whatever. you had
0: your legal name and all on there cause you had the sign I mean, my case. legal
1: name was on. It's funny you said that because one of the original directors that had shot me named Joey Severa that mm-hmm. shot for Evil Angel Entertainment
2: uh-huh.
1: he put Keith
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and he said I thought that was your stage name I said, <laughs> no man that's my real name <laughs> so there is a movie out there where it says Keith and oh then after God. that I realized okay if I'm gonna keep doing it, I've decided to do a few more and I decided okay if I'm gonna do it I need to give him some type of name and then the name was Dorian Velt. Dorian Velt, Velt. Dorian Velt. Roosevelt is one from Velt is what we call it. You know Roosevelt. Oh, so cool. we call it the Velt. So I just do Dorian in front of it and put mm. Velt. So wait, Dorian, how do you choose Dorian? I don't know why the fuck. I, Cause I really just didn't care. Just I didn't. I, didn't, I wasn't in it for I, for the long. Like I just really didn't care. Yo. Yeah, I, just, I
2: feel that. I
1: didn't give it a thought. I didn't really care. Uh-huh. So if a couple of scenes was Vell and then when I seen it taking off, like okay, maybe I will be around because what ended up happening was I went to Europe for like forty days and and did like. 22 scenes, and I had to come up with a name at that point. Like, okay, I'm in. That's it, a man. lot of
0: scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It,
1: was, it was a lot going oh on. Oh my
0: gosh, 40 days, and, and you said 22 got a, scenes. Got a nice
1: check for that. Yeah, it was yeah, a wow. that, it was a time where I did four in one day.
0: Oh what? my gosh.
1: Oh, I'm not no spring chicken anymore. This is <laughs> like
2: 13
1: years ago. I'm just saying. Yeah, That's definitely. Crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I'll tell that story in a second, but. How it became Nat Turner going back to the subject as to how my name became Nat, when I decided, when I realized that I needed to come up with a name, I was actually sitting with the guys that put me on, which was um, Justin Slayer. He the one that actually um, put me on and flew me out to come do it, and we were all sitting around thinking of a name, and they was like, yo. Actually, his business partner, H.J., henry jenkins shout out to him he, he even got his money and moved to africa mm-hmm. shout, out, shout out to him but um he was like yo fuck that nat turner and oh. i looked at him like who the fuck like nat turner <laughs> what you talking about like i really had to think about it for a minute because i didn't immediately get to what he was saying uh-huh. he was like you black you hard fuck that we gonna go hard on him nat turner <laughs> and i know you're gonna be doing a lot of interracial so, you know what I'm saying? that would, That's <laughs> fitting. Like, you getting your, your 400 years of revenge back on them. Oh, so I looked at yeah. him and laughed. Uh. I was like, you know what? At that point, still not really caring. I said, yeah, okay, Nat Turner. Put it on there. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so every scene I did after that, I put Nat Turner. But then I thought, like, let me put a twist on it. I'll spell it Nat Turn Her. It's the You know what I'm saying? So that stuck. And to be honest with you, it went over a lot of people's head, and they didn't really realize it until a little later on, like, "Oh, you referring to the slave?" Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it it just is what it is at this point, and, and I ran with it, and yeah. it's built so much at this point that yeah, it's, it's definitely um, something dead in me. But even when I came in here, I introduced myself as Keith. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's me. And Keith was that dude before Nat Turner, and it's mm-hmm. always going to really be Keith, but mm-hmm. I respect Nat Turner, too. Like, You know what I'm saying?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He got me a lot of places.
3: Do you go by Nat Turner more in, uh, in real life at in all? In real
1: life, it's Keith. Oh, i okay. never introduced myself as Nat Turner. If you I know, I you said know. said it in real life. Okay, okay, yeah. And if you start calling me that, I'm not going to be offended. I'm going mm-hmm. an to answer to it still. But
3: mm-hmm.
1: if I was, didn't know you when I said, how you doing, my name is keith i would never say nat turner yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. so just to clarify for people nat turner um was this slave um who was super smart and he decided that he wanted to start a rebellion and it was like in part he was kind of like known as a prophet he was like he could read and he could write and he became a preacher and he felt like he was getting like uh, messages from god that this uprising needed to happen and so he started to convince people like other slaves in his neighborhood and all that we're going to start a rebellion on the specific day whenever we get the sign from god and so like i think it was like after an eclipse was, he was like this is a sign like it's like the black hand like crossing the sun to show that like we need to start this rebellion so
2: yeah.
0: there was a big uprising and something and they the slaves killed something like 60 um white people
1: I like, mean what what they did a lot of it was like, like it was hard body it, mm-hmm. it, it truly was hard body and, and um it's hard to say that today in this time and age I can agree with some of the things that they did it's hard to really to to to, to realize how hard they really went with it but then you gotta understand what they went through, and okay. at the time that they was living in, and and the cruelty that that was brought upon them, and for years and years and years, and, and you know it came to that snapping point mm-hmm. because you know they they was killing babies and all that, and totally. I don't you know I can't really mm-hmm. jump on that, but like I said, I'm I'm talking for the life I lived. The times that I'm living in I can't you know regardless to the racial shit that was brought upon me I can't feel that deeply about it Mm -hmm. but I could imagine what they felt in those fucking shackles and and, and being forced to do some of the things they did and, and went through some of the things they went through so you know, I, I guess, they, you know, they just had to do what they had to do. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it I'm was not interesting. I'm sitting here
1: talking about Kill the White Man and all that. That's not the reason mm. why I chose that name. But, but hey, Kill know,
0: Whitey, you know, I'm going to say that for myself. But I anyway. mean, hey, hey,
1: hey, <laughs> I, I hey, you, you know what I'm
0: saying? Um, but, I, I
1: see that for them. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't really see it that way. I, you know, I kill them in different ways
0: <laughs>
1: today, but s- you know what I'm saying? But so, like, the then, thing with Matt Turner on. was,
0: like, there was some discrimination with, like, how he did it. Like, he didn't just prey upon any white people. Like, he was like, okay, like, the poor whites are being taken advantage of. We're not, like, targeting them. We're targeting yeah. the slave owners, the owners and all of yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. he ended up only admitting to killing one person. And I feel like he had a real grudge against this woman. So, I, I don't hold it against him. And then at the at the same time too like after the rebellion was squashed by the whites in control they executed a ton of black people like oh yeah
1: and they was executing us before that so like I said I don't blame him for feeling the way that he did I I can't I mean I I don't know too many slave owners in 2018 I want to go fucking kill (laughs) so it's just (laughs) different you know what I'm saying that's just how I feel about it, but I understand that time and and what they were going through, and I don't blame them for it at all.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. uh, do what you
1: have to do, nigga.
0: Clover, what were you gonna say? Should we clarify "kill
3: whitey"? Because I know we have white listeners.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just like white supremacy. Just to clarify, yeah, it's not, not all white people or like a <laughs> vendetta against every white person. <laughs> it's it's just uh, I just don't want to like yeah yeah we're not we're not trying to alienate you guys. We love yeah, you if you're listening.
1: Is, it's a lot of you know feelings and, and there's definitely a lot, a lot of racial feelings tension feelings right mm-hmm. now for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, but ages. I think it's also important to acknowledge the history of this, and I think yeah. that, there's to, a reason for our there's a reason for the animosity, and yeah. that is because of the history of slavery of and the lack of reparations. Uh,
1: we won't even have to go through that, but it did. And, and the ongoing
0: is. genocide. Yeah, just the ongoing like you know, issue yeah, of our prison industrial complex. On. There's I, definitely
1: some shit still going on. There's we still a disproportionate
0: amount of black people who are being sent to prison. And are on the streets. And are on the streets facing homelessness and are excluded from jobs and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's where Lowest this comes from. But but, almost, but let's get back to our show about sex work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's yeah, how so you I got your porn work. name. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of want Oh, so I uh, want to kind of take it back a little bit further, way, way back, actually. How did you lose your virginity?
1: Damn, I remember <laughs> losing my virginity, and it was, a, a, I'm thinking, at a later age than normal, maybe. How old? I remember the first time a girl asked to kiss me, and I was so afraid to kiss her that I told i was sick and i was about to throw up
0: oh that's how i got out of
1: that first kiss
0: that's so cute
1: um yeah and i actually Wait, why did you went try around the down? corner and act like i was throwing up and all that. Oh, like i, oh I, I went all the way out on that
3: and i'm sure she realized that you were faking it too i don't know
1: to this day i never as years later asked or told her that oh. and i remember her name i remember everything i don't know where how she old at. were you 13 thirteenish, something like, and it was kinda.
0: I mean, that's really young too. 12, I mean, 13
1: maybe something like that.
0: That is like first kiss age. Yeah,
1: really that cute. it was, that was. It was first kiss time. No, but, no,
0: my first kiss was older. I was like, I don't even remember. Like sixteen, maybe, like fifteen. Yeah. I don't know. Me like, too. I was like, I was like a teen, <laughs> teen. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think. Yeah. Well, I guess I was a little earlier than I thought. though. But no, it, wasn't, like... it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. My aggression, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, it wasn't my aggression for that first kiss, that was her idea. Mm-hmm. And even the sex time was the girls like, Yeah, come over and let's do it. I'm like, Okay, how it old was it? Like, I was still young, it was around that same time.
0: Wait, like 12, 13?
1: Yeah, because I can't say 14 because that's when I started getting locked up when I didn't come home till I was 24. Oh, so, you <laughs> so you were like, <laughs> thir- was So it? you're like 13 ish, yeah, 13 ish, yeah, yeah. Wow. And how old was the girl? She had to been my age. She, she wasn't older, I don't think. But that's I good. think she was definitely more experienced. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. She was definitely one of the windows that a couple of guys then climb through or knocked at. You know how you get those stories like, Yeah, just go to a window and I don't know if y'all know
0: In about like, Private but, Catholic you know, school and was her, a different experience. Dang, I
1: parents asleep and I kinda wish window, I was getting laid at that age,
0: even though I like, it probably wouldn't have been especially like I don't know if I would have been able to handle it, but I definitely wanted to. Like whenever I was that young, but it was just like I grew mm. up in a Catholic school with very strict parents. Oh, it was not going to happen. Be the better
1: ones, you know. what I mean, Catholic. I think she was Catholic.
0: I bet She you. went to
1: the fucking Catholic. <laughs> now that I think about it, she went to the Queen of Most Holy Rosary and oh, no. Roosevelt
2: God.
3: Long Island.
1: God damn it. I oh, ain't wait, gonna say her so, name. No, so raised
0: Catholic means Catholic you are way school.
1: kinky. It's So, true. wait,
0: you chose Velt in part because you're like you're from, like, Roosevelt, that's like, Long Island so, so was, Roosevelt, Long Island. so, oh, that was, like, the Velt. Oh, so that's how you got the Dorian from. Velt. The Dorian oh, Velt. Yeah, 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 Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Okay, no, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: why I got that from. But, um, she definitely went to the Queen of Most Holy Rosary. That's
0: well, How was the experience? Was it nice? Like, did you have a good time?
1: The first sex time? The
0: first time, yeah. I don't,
1: it was just... Were you it was, scared? It was over fast. It was over fast. <laughs> 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 I, I
0: would,
1: it wasn't that like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. like we was half ah, hour's no. It was, I
0: mean, well, yeah, you were, but you were kids.
1: Yeah, we was kids. So I don't. I definitely remember her name. I remember where she lived. Every time I go home, if I'm in that area, I'll be like, oh shit, that's where she lived. Aww. I'm pretty sure parents probably moved and she's gone. I don't yeah, know.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's probably an adult now. I could find now. on
1: Facebook if I really wanted to. Yeah. But, for some reason the, the girls that I grew up in that age they all washed up <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I mean it's hard I, I'm
1: too old I can't find one of you know them high school girls you was like oh my god I'm in love with you you see them now it's a different story
0: I mean, you see, like, anybody, like, after, like, a decade of not seeing them, you're like, well, you've changed. We've all changed.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, some, some, I'm looking like just the same looking motherfucker since we was the It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah. I mean, down my beard. I look the same as when I was in fucking college. Yeah. Then, it was.
0: Well, you, you have, you have a young face. Like, you, mm-hmm. you.
1: I'm not the only one. That's what I'm saying. Some yeah. Some don't. Like, you, uh-huh. you'll see when you get damn near 50 and you look mm. back at somebody you grew up with and you'd be like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> what to you you had a hard life yeah
3: oh yeah, I, I know gotta worry about that now one like of your friends really from from pretty. youth who I who has like a kid and they they look just completely different I didn't expect
0: their face to go that way oh my somebody I know yeah oh
1: no, I'm pretty yeah, sure y'all like, experienced it <laughs> even this early in life. Oh, totally. Here?
0: I mean, people I knew in high school, there's like, uh, you know, everybody's looking all kinds of ways. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> God bless everybody.
0: God bless everybody. Mm-hmm. God, God, you, bless you know, bless <laughs> their hearts. Oh so,
1: my God. God bless their soul. <laughs>
0: So you kind of talked a little bit about how you got into porn, but you kind of said it was. You said it's like, um, who who was it? Ryan Jolly or who? No, not Ryan um, well, is it? it
1: was Justin Slayer. Justin that put Slayer me And oh my God, it's, it's, I'm trying to make the story a little short, but try to explain. No,
0: don't go for it. Just dive in. I We're mean, here.
1: I I pretty much was locked up most of my life. From like I said, from about 14 to 15. I came home, I went back at 16, came home at 17, then I went back at 17, and didn't come home till I was 24 years old, so um, a lot of my growing up and experiencing that, it was done in, a, in some type of penitentiary, whether it was in a juvenile one or, or a grown man penitentiary, I did a lot of growing in there. Um, so we're gonna skip all of that I come home in 2000 and um
0: and how old were you in then
1: I was 24 years old Mm -hmm. and my decision was to you know get a job and go to school I actually went to college
0: oh cool and um
1: yeah I did that what'd you go for Liberal arts because I wasn't sure what I i didn't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. went through some shit. Like, yeah, when totally. they asked me that and I'm like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. Then they explained to me what liberal arts was and told me, okay, just say that because that's pretty much just a general it's thing. You 20, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: 24 in the year 2000?
1: Yeah.
3: Wow. Do you remember it well? Yeah.
1: I came home yeah. May 17th, 2000. And it was a nice sunny day, and I was happy as shit.
3: Did you listen to any music that day?
1: I'm so into music. I think music is the only way I survive mm. doing all that time.
3: What music was like particular for you?
1: Well, it was rap until ninety.
3: Favorite artist? Forget.
1: Well, I mean, my favorite artist was. I'm a little old school, so <laughs> I, go know, off. Just you gotta um. Bear with me on that. Some of these people, you'll be like, who the fuck? But, um... (laughs) 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 But, um, MC Light.
2: Oh, yes. I'm gonna
1: start with the females Mm because I'm in a room with some females. So, MC Light, the Queen Latifas, the Antoinettes. Mm -hmm. The, um... And then I could go on with another couple females, but, um... But then you got the Big Daddy Canes, the the Markies, the Eric B and Rakims, the Coogee Raps, and then, you know coming up a little further then you got the Nas's and the Jay-Z's and all that Mm -hmm. but um at the time in 90 I forgot was probably most popular and that I can remember that comes straight to my head was Brand New Beans Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that was popping in like that 89, 90 era Mm -hmm. but see what happened was when I started, that first bid was that little juvenile bid. What they would do to wake us up in the morning because every morning we have to get up and go to school or do whatever we have to do. Mm -hmm. They would turn on R&B music.
2: Oh. And
1: it would be just a regular local station like WBLS in New York or Hot 97 or something like that and it would play R&B music in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I would be woke to that every morning and then all of a sudden I got into listening to R&B music. Mm, And at that time, it was that first Anita Baker album, mm-hmm. that Whitney Houston, I'm Your Baby Tonight album, Mariah Carey's first album. Oh, my God. Um, um, Keith Washington. I remember that shit was like the shit to me at the time. I think maybe he only had one album, if y'all know who Keith Washington was. Mm-hmm. I could name a whole lot in that era of of when I just
3: yeah flipped and
1: got into real R&D music. And if mm-hmm. you follow my IG, you'll see that I'm very into music. Like, oh, cool. Every day you'll get what song was dear to me back then when I was locked up because mm-hmm. it was a lot of time I'm sitting there, fucking counting roaches and looking at rats run around. But I sure. had that music to keep me sane. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? thank goodness. So music is very, very important to me. Very, very important to me, and um, mm-hmm. I can't stress out enough that music is a real feel good tool to me. Yeah um and that's how I got through that bit but yeah I came home at 24 and um went back to school and um I saw myself okay I met okay I have to explain how this <laughs> this was a, a okay I used to go buy little DVDs of smut little porno DVDs from this guy that I used to pull up in a van t-shirts <laughs> Uh-huh. DVDs, yeah, yeah, CDs. You know, one of uh, those. Yeah, yeah. I used to go see him. His name was Vaughn, and I would go get my little smut. You know what I'm saying? Let me mm-hmm. get a little DVD. Oh shit, big booty, whatever it was. Okay, mm-hmm. let me get that. Get my little t-shirt, a little CD, whatever I'm getting. Then mm-hmm. one day I was talking to him, and he said, "Well, I think I heard a rumor in the street that he knew somebody that was involved with, you know, doing." Like sex party type things. Mm-hmm. And then at the time, there was a fucking, this dumbass motherfucker named Brian Pumper, which mm-hmm. is from my same area that mm-hmm. had already got into it. Yeah. But I would have never asked him <laughs> to guide me this situation. That just wouldn't have happened. I, mm-hmm. I would have ended up strangling him. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> he's
0: annoying. So I just, yeah, he's,
1: yeah, he's, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't, I just can't. So it just so happened that, I don't know, I got, a story's been told that when I was in jail, I used to talk about coming home and doing it. I kind of remember that I don't all the way remember it but a lot of people says that like nigga you used to always talk about it when you was in jail you said you gonna come home and, and and I think it was be a scripper. I think to be uh-huh. honest with you cause oh. we, they showed us this documentary mm-hmm. on strippers male strippers mm-hmm. and we, I sat there and was like what the fuck really like all these girls is going crazy they come jumping out and <laughs> I was young as hell at the time my body uh-huh. was ripped up like you was some shit I could do fuck that I'm going on to be a stripper so I would tell everybody that. that's oh. what they remember I didn't say porno I didn't know nothing about porno mm-hmm. so
3: did you ever try it like stripping for a sec I,
1: I stabbed at it but then was like that's uh, not for me okay. you know what I'm saying uh-huh. that's yeah, how yeah. I kind of begun hmm. I did stab at it but nah that just I just nah it wasn't I think that first night I went and seen A-Bite perform and then I was like nah, I can't nah, nah, I'm <laughs>
0: you're like I'm not made for this one yeah, these, mm-hmm. these,
1: just, just wow I can't do all of that <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. the so, acrobatics you know
1: what I'm saying I hump something or something but I was mm-hmm. jumping around and doing yeah. like, I just wasn't ready for that so mm-hmm. um I ended up Actually, okay, now back to the guy that was selling me the tapes and all. I told him, I said, I heard there's a rumor about somebody doing, you know, little sex parties and all. He's like, yeah, my boy do it. He's a cop.
2: Oh, now, mind you, he's the what?
1: town's cop. What oh. the heck? So I'm like, really? Oh, the one? Because I, I see him all the time. I know uh-huh. who you're talking about. I'm like, oh, him? He the one to talk to? I'm like, okay. <laughs> this cop. So I remember one day I'm walking down the street, and I see him sitting in this cop car. Black dude, I ain't gonna I, He he, it ain't it ain't no secret. He it ain't no secret. He a little Black freaky, yeah. <laughs> No, it's not about him being freaky. It was him his, his business, of understanding, filming it, and, and making money off it that way. Oh, he yeah. had no freak bone in his. He was a married man, and
2: oh, he, it wasn't oh. about that for
1: him. It was, tr- tr- it was strictly Just about business. making money. It's business. No, oh. he needed some freak. Bon- <laughs> The, well, he, he you know needed to stars, like he yeah. Can't, yeah, so I never forget. I walked up to him. He's sitting in his car, full uniform and all And I was like, "Yo, listen, sir, my name Keith." Like he knew who I was <laughs> from the neighborhood, just you know, being uh-huh. a kid from the neighborhood. Like you know, I've been through a lot of shit, so everybody know mm-hmm. who I am. So then we get to talk, and he was like, "Okay, this weekend I'm having something come out. Show up."
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. So I ended up
1: showing up there. When I showed up there. The um, president of Pictorial Magazine, which was the smut magazine, mm-hmm. he was there.
3: Oh my God! And the um, one that you would buy at that time, huh? The like the magazine. yeah, remember
1: the porno magazines yeah. mm-hmm. back in the days? is you? Go, it was popular and everybody buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he was there, and I had no idea that was him or whatever. And me and him cool to this day. I know that's my guy. He old as hell now, but he like seventy something now. But he's still chilling. Uh-huh. But anyway. Um, he was there, and he was like, "It was some girls there, and actually, Brian Pumper was there. And they asked us to perform for some girls. Not my... I just came home, like, you put some girls in front of me, like, fuck them, okay. Well, <laughs> not a problem, give me the condo, let's go. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about no camera nothing. I wasn't thinking that could be an issue. Uh-huh. I was just oh. happy to be there and just fucking. Yeah, it. yeah. Not thinking that that could be hard, that... Mad people in the room And there's a camera on You know Yeah and It wasn't even It didn't get that deep for me mm-hmm. So I did what I had to do Whatever whatever And then the, the dude from the magazine Was like Yo, Would you So wait you did it in front of
0: You did it in front of people Yeah it was
1: people there And the camera was there And, the, and the, um, the head of the okay. magazine was there
0: How did you feel Were you nervous whenever it happened I wasn't or? That's
1: what I'm saying yeah. I didn't you didn't know just... about being nervous oh, I didn't, it was I just I didn't fun figure then. that out Till later on yeah. Like oh shit <laughs> now you know when it started happening yeah. later on and it became my profession is when it's like what the fuck is going on yeah. like, standing with the camera other people looking and that I just didn't that didn't register that night yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. easy to me and it was just whatever I was just happy to be there I just came home and it was whatever mm-hmm. so long story short he asked me to pose in a magazine in the pictorial magazine form, which I still have in my trunk. If oh I my god. You, oh, young wow. shit. Wow! So it was just posing. You know I saying? love it. Not That's really so sex, cool no pose.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I did that. That was my very first thing. And then um and then I met Justin Slayer, which became the cop guy's partner. They met somehow and they became partners. Mm-hmm. So that was his first male performer for him to shoot and and, you know Mm -hmm. business they did business together so Mm -hmm. this was before he even came to California he was still living in like Atlanta or something like that Mm -hmm. so we met at the convention in Atlanta AVN? no it's a different convention in Atlanta um, Um, in Atlantic City yeah Uh, Atlanta I'm sorry Atlantic City uh-huh. Atlantic City in New Jersey.
2: huh.
1: It's a sex convention that goes on every year. I've probably yeah. been there twice. It's small. It ain't about nothing. Uh-huh. So we went and we met there. That's when I met Justin Slayer. Uh-huh. So we stayed in contact. Like, okay, cool. You cool. I'm cool. Okay, cool. I just came home. I ain't trying to go nowhere. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Back to my family and my friends and go back to school. That's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So he kept calling me like, yo, come out, man. Let's do this. And I was like...
0: Come out to Atlantic City or where? No,
1: to he went. We met in Atlantic City. Uh-huh. But he ended up moving to California oh, to really do the damn thing, yeah, like, for real, for real.
0: Yeah, so he's like trying to do stuff in the Valley, right? Like
1: it's in the Valley. Yeah, we definitely move right mm. to the Valley. So I uh-huh. was like, so now I'm going to school, just trying to do the right thing. I work at a fucking gym. <laughs> I'm working at a. Uh, uh, kids or us or babies or us helping <laughs> pregnant females how show them how to use the baby seats and shit yeah. like that. Like This is what I was doing. Like I'm not doing nothing else yeah. wrong. I'm not going you back to You were just
0: to trying jail. to be like hella like, clean cut. A at the moment, yeah.
1: But what happened was I started <laughs> back doing the shit that landed me in jail in the first place. Um. After about maybe on my third semester. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think it was because football season was over Because I had played football Mm -hmm. As soon as football season was over I was like
0: What What do I do with my time? I'm
1: not invested in this just straight going to school shit Mm -hmm. After being gone all this time I kind of got discouraged And I started back doing shit that landed me in jail Mm -hmm. So when shit got really crazy I said to myself One day I'll never forget Um, I parked my car in the driveway I took the license plates off it and I said to myself, I gotta figure something out. Like I'm not even getting back in the car, I gave the license, I turned to man, like I need to get up out of here. Like I'm not staying around here because something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I sat there and I was like, damn, he kept asking me, yo, come to Cali, man, come to like we could do this, come to Cali. Now mind you, I don't know if I could do porn. I never did no fucking porn before. I don't know. I did that one little spread. And okay, cool. And I did that one little thing where I told y'all at the show. That's mm-hmm. all I ever did. So I didn't know what the fuck. So I said and and thinking he bluffing, I was like, okay, alright, fuck it, I'ma come. hmm And four days later it was a one way <laughs> ticket in my mailbox, some type of voucher. LAX. Bam. Oh and I was my
2: like, god. Oh shit. <laughs>
1: this shit is real. <laughs> so now what the fuck I'm gonna do? I I just and I swear I didn't have nothing. I had maybe $500, just a little bit of clothes or whatever I had. And I told my family and friends that I was going to do security for some actors in Cali. Uh-huh. They
0: were
1: calling me to come do security, at, you know, which made sense. I was about yeah, 240. At, I mean, you know what I mean? You're, like,
0: you're a pretty built person yeah, already. So, yeah.
1: And Polly was a little bit bigger then. So uh-huh. I was like, yo, um... So I taught everybody that And they all went for that And it was all good Mm -hmm. This was in June I came to California in June Never been to LAX Never been nowhere But New York really Except like little Alabama trips When I was younger Going back to visit my family I never Mm -hmm. been nowhere else Nowhere else never even really been on a plane like that wow. so here it is five hour flight late I'm landing in this big ass LA I'll never forget shit looking all crazy and you know I'm thinking about from the rap songs to Ice Cubes and the N.W.A.s and yeah. Cali niggas and the thug and the gang banging and, and all that and whoop de whoop wop de wop Jerry Curls and all that <laughs> this is all in my head I'm coming on so, I'm, I'm coming with an edge on my shoulder like I'm ready for war like what what what, what? <laughs> Cali is cool hey, they, mm-hmm. it ain't like it ain't that deep, for real, for <laughs> yeah. you. Running around gangbanging, you good. It ain't, it's love out here, it's love. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I show up, and it's June. And now he like, yo, we got to go to Europe. I'm like, Europe? Fuck you talking about? Euro- European <laughs> over here, yeah. over where they, where they fucking, the Nazis,
0: at? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that that's your immediate association. You're that was like, my
1: only association, like Europe. Yeah, what do you
0: mean? You're up, like, you mean Nazi?
1: You talking Germany
0: or something? <laughs>
1: oh He's like, No, we're going to Czech Republic. Oh, I'm like, wow. What do you wow.
0: I mean, Czechs are like no, pretty crazy, they're I, deep in the porn scene.
1: That's why we was going yeah. there. They do so wild. He shit. knew all yeah. of that. He knew, no, that's why that's the whole breakdown. So I'm like. Okay So I don't even have a passport (laughs) They take me to go get a passport Blah 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 Next thing you know I'm in Europe So that's when I realized And why we there Cause The girls in 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 the United States Is just not As strong Cause we were doing DPs It was like Three on one Whoa. and the chick coming in and, and that's knock us all down. Ah, you know what I'm saying, but they would—they <laughs> just not like that. And that's
0: like in the United
1: States. The sexual situation is what is fairly... that? It's like
0: pre 2010, right? It's this
1: like... was 2002.
0: Wow, so that's super early. I mean, yes. like DP and even like anal wasn't that all big. All 22 until of those recently. scenes
1: was DPs. Three of us, one girl.
0: Wow! And
1: next girl come three of us one girl next girl come three of us, 22 times wow <laughs> that's my introduction to porno oh my ones. gosh that's such an and extreme an I got introduction that, that's when they knew like you could do it
0: yeah mm-hmm. I mean that's brought a... me
1: back to California was like run nigga <laughs> I've been running every since you know I mean saying? that's
0: a really like that's hard scene
1: to I start off it. with it was. And, I, and again I didn't realize it was
0: yeah cuz i was and just so their first thing. They told me like,
1: "Wow, you you really can do that." I was yeah. like, "How old do you mean?" Uh, like and after time goes on, you realize some days you have those bad days and you realize, "Oh, this shit ain't easy." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But fortunately for me, those that first little run, I didn't I was so oblivious to anything that I was just happy to be there. I didn't really give a fuck, you know what I am saying? Mm-hmm. And um yeah. I came back to Cali after that forty days of being in, then
0: how like? But how do you enjoy Europe while you were out there? You were in the Czech Republic. I've been
1: to Europe. A Did couple you go times. To, You went I was to in Hungary. Budapest. I went to Amsterdam. Hungary. Amsterdam. Hungary. I went all over the place. Was yeah. it all for? Porn? Huh?
0: It was all for porn.
1: All for porno. Yeah, definitely. All expense paid.
3: Did you porno. get to like, you know, like walk around and do other stuff while you were there too? Listen, I've been in
1: situations <laughs> where. I had a situation and I go home with her and she goes to work and leave me her car and say, "Okay, I'll be home later." And I'm sitting there like I can't read the signs. I, they driving on the wrong side of the street. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm scared to leave the house, and I'm just stuck there. All day I know, and you didn't have like home from work.
0: you didn't have maps or GPS. No, it was no, none of no that Google there. Translate. So I was scared to go
1: anywhere that like, I couldn't go out and walk somewhere. Yeah, you had to, to carry
0: UK a map back. with you and hope you got yeah, back. that.
1: Yeah, it was just <laughs> a different time.
3: That's how yeah. I travel nowadays too, though. I only use a map like the tourist maps really yeah and then i ask for uh, locals helps that's nice i mean
0: there's something (laughs) fun about it it yeah it's just kind of fun yeah i mean so you've
1: so i say that to say that i've had a lot of fun other than just doing a scene
0: yeah Yeah, definitely
1: had time to run around some days we had off or whatever even if we didn't have off you work that morning and you run in the streets all day. You know, What's like? your yeah.
3: favorite country you've been to? <sighs> I
1: gotta say Brazil. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I've been to Brazil like six times.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, I love yeah. Brazil too.
1: Yeah, I gotta say Brazil. I, I went there so many times, they'd they be like, Kifi. Keefe, Keefe. <laughs> That's it's exactly it,
0: how they would say it. Keefe, Because yeah. <laughs> they don't have the TH. fado. So I'm a what fucking the, male whore. Oh, they say safado
1: the I'm a yeah. male whore to them Yeah, safado. Because safadão. you're not gonna uh, Safadão
0: safadão. Yeah, safadão yeah, that's like how you say Like you're like a male slut Man, they
1: say that Because I'm not gonna Because it some of that Okay Alright mm-hmm. You know they're sex workers Period. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Whether it's some cheap shit or whatever. So I would, t- I get per diem every day uh-huh. to eat or do whatever the fuck I want to do with uh-huh. it. So I would give it to them
0: uh-huh. and
1: just hang out because I understand your situation. Yeah. Like, you know, mm. $80, $90. Okay, let's go hang out. I get it. But yeah. I am paying you to go hang out. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to pay you every day. I'm going to pay somebody different every <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> yeah. So then they look at me like, oh, you? Yeah. I'm like... <laughs>
0: so I'm, like,
1: yeah, I'm not gonna pay you every day. If I gotta pay you, I'm also pay somebody different.
0: Yeah. I
1: want that day. right so the spice they of life. So me like I was some type of. You know, what I'm saying? that's kind
0: of cool. I mean, I always like it whenever sex workers buy sex work from other people. You know? Yeah, Because yeah, like I it's, feel like
1: it was really to support.
0: I mean, I'm we're like, all really on, you generous. Eat? You know, like, like for we. oh you doing this
1: because you need a meal?
0: It's like we all get it. You know, yeah. like we get. Un- being paid for this stuff like I'm gonna be like generous with people you know take good care of them we Mm -hmm. have a good time
1: out of the country I've never done that on Sunset in Hollywood no no shit like that you ask for money, get the fuck out of here yeah uh, nigga you, you bugging but I just feel some kind of way when I am out of the country, when I really know their situation. Yeah, there's been times where they just like, I just need some food, just feed me.
2: <laughs>
1: and you looking at one of the most beautifulst persons you've ever seen in your life, and you like, so you want is just, you just need to eat tonight. Damn, that's fucked up.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: So you know, I'll be feeling some kind of way in those situations. So mm-hmm. I do it. Not that I don't. Get months too.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a <laughs> ball. work
1: for that $80. I mean, and it's also like, you know, like people no, never been a two nigga.
0: People are <laughs> I <laughs> mean, so it. <laughs> Oh my god. So, yeah, they
2: earn
0: that 80
1: 90.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, like people, like we're working. You work, you make your money, and no, you just want to be, that, you know, you compensated fairly, that. and people are pretty down to work, you know.
1: That's why I go to script clubs every now and then, and I show my love, like, yeah, mm-hmm. we in the same game, man.
3: Yeah. Um. Wait, what's your game? birthday?
1: I just had a birthday. Yeah, he just had a birthday. 275 Oh, okay. Yeah. So December second. Back in 75, I was born.
0: He was a little baby, just born. My
1: mother was nine months pregnant when when she moved from Alabama to New York. So I was real close to being an Alabama dude, but Mm -hmm. ended up being a New York dude.
3: Wow. I was almost a New York person, but
0: I was a Louisiana person instead. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was a New York person, but didn't live in New York Just born.
1: So the origins started there. The sex was there, but then y'all grew up somewhere else, type thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I grew up. you
1: was conceived. Condom. I was. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I don't even know where I was conceived. To be honest, I wonder. Probably New York, though.
1: I was conceived on a farm.
0: Nice. I like that. I dig that.
3: Mine was an immaculate conception. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was a virgin.
0: Okay. Well, shit. All right, you guys, it's time for a commercial break. My name is Destiny, and I'm here to steal your man. Think your man is faithful and won't cheat? I'll put him to the test. We go out for some ice cream, and all of a sudden, I go from licking an ice cream cone to deep-throating a paella. Boom, bitch, watch what happens, Mondays on Bravo. My name is Destiny, and I'm here to steal your man. Think your man is faithful and won't cheat? I'll put him to the test. We go to the movies, and we're sitting in a dark theater. I have a low-cut shirt on. I keep dropping popcorn between my boobies. I tuck my chin into my chest and eat them without using my hands. Boom bitch, watch what happens. Monday's on Bravo. My name is Destiny and I'm here to steal your man. Think your man is faithful and won't cheat? I'll put him to the test. We go to the zoo and stop by the monkeys. It's mating season and the apes are going at it. Hard fucking core. I make him stop and watch and then make eye contact with him. He knows what I'm thinking. Boom bitch, watch what happens. Monday Song Bravo. Oh my god. <laughs> Is there another? That's it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's the last one. Serrated knives, 137 of them, freshly made. Pick them up by 3 or we'll be dumping them in the Cleveland Water Supply. Text 222-444-2727 to get an address. Booking is a $50 deposit, but text me first so I can tell you which slot to book. If you have any designs you want engraved, send a description. $80 drawing fee. Engraving takes 3-7 to seven hours depending on size. My rates start at 150 and go up per inch. 200 for the whole set of knives. No MAGA caps allowed. No MAGA caps allowed.
0: Hell yeah! Um, You're crazy for this one! You're crazy for this one! (laughs) (laughs) It's your boy! Sorry, that's my Jay-Z impression. (laughs) (laughs) I say it all the time. I say it and I don't do
3: it as well as Selena and then Selena says it for me and I'm like, oh yeah, that's how it's (laughs) supposed to
0: sound. Okay, so um, I wanted to quickly shout out to some of our Patreon people um, because we're so lucky and um, I just want to thank some new people who have started pledging since um, November. So thank you, Jermaine. Thank you, Anthony Chanza. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, DJW. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Lena. Thank you, Summer. Thank you, Maral. Thank you, Marion. Thank you, Emma. Thank you, Mantaga. And thank you, Megan Ferreira. Or thank you, Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so many other people for pledging. You have helped me to get to um, my goal for the monthly um, contributions, and I could not tell you how much I appreciate this super appreciated it helps me to afford to book the studio and pay our wonderful technicians and um, pay our editor and you guys are so amazing I hope you enjoy the stories on our Patreon and I hope that you enjoy our show so now we are reaching the end of our first episode we are reaching the end of our episode where can we find you? Nat
1: um Nat Turner eighty eight on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. Um most importantly, OnlyFans.com dot slash Nat Turner. slash Nat Turner. And
0: it's Nat T-U-R-N-H-E-R. So turn her. Yeah,
1: turn her. It's spelled T-U-R-N-H-E-R. H E R.
0: Yeah. So please check him out and we will be posting all of those links in the bio. Um, do you have anything you want to promote?
1: Onlyfans.com <laughs> slash Nat Turn Her.
0: Exactly. Please uh, check out his OnlyFans. Be a supporter. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. pretty spicy.
1: No, the way that you were shouting out that, you know, the donations you were getting mm-hmm. its similar on my thing as well yeah yeah
0: yeah it's so important well, that's cool it helps so much
1: appreciate the support and yeah. um keep supporting this podcast it's a beautiful thing y'all
0: thank you thank you clover where can we find you mm, first star to the left first start to the left that's where you can find clover awesome uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> clover don't be quiet or Stay quiet. what's what what was it? Again? Could you
0: please keep it down? Could you please keep it down? <laughs> Clover. Okay.
1: Could you please keep it down, Clover?
0: Yes. Um, and then I'm Selena the Stripper. You can follow me on Instagram at Pretty Boy Girl. You can support the Patreon at the real pretty boy girl. Um, you can email us at ho in the know at Gmail. Um, if you have questions, if you want to be on the show, if you have you know love Please uh, subscribe and rate us and comment on the podcast. It really helps our visibility. Um, and thank you so, so much for tuning in to another episode of How in the Know. Goodbye. Bye. 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 money. I want your money. I want money.